Disney Vault Talk presents Rebel Yell. Star Wars Rebels discussion and commentary. With your hosts, Teresa Delgado and Steve Lawson, and a few surprises along the way. And now, Disney Vault Talk's Rebel Yell. Well, we welcome you to Rebel Yell. We welcome you to a discussion about uh, these these Disney XD series, Star Wars Rebels, and we welcome you to a discussion about droids and my new Snoke theory. My name is Steve Glosson. So glad to have you along with us. And with me, of course, on Disney Vault Talks Rebel Yell is the lovely, the talented, the powerful Teresa Delgado. Hello, Teresa. Hello. Did you mute your microphone? I muted my mic so that I could listen to the intro on Mixler. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then I realized there's a delay, so I had to, like, turn the audio off and, yeah. you know, so. There you go. Yeah. So, so welcome back and glad to have you. It's good to, good to be Thank with you. you. It's good to be with you. And good to be with you. I feel like I'm at church. <laughs> yes, and, and also with you. And also with you. <laughs> And also with us is my brother from another mother, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You know him as Eric Chernevice. What's up, my man? Hello. Hello. La la la. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing doing. Ex- you know, as as good as I was uh, a few minutes ago when we first got on this call. Well, that, I am pleased to hear that. And and a little bit better. So. <laughs> I love, I like, uh, it's it's this fun thing that we all automatically do when it comes to podcasting. We we automatically move into that theater of the mind mode where it's like, let's act like I'm just now for the first time speaking to people. And, you know, even though we've been talking a few minutes beforehand and that sort of thing, um, it's cute that we all do that. Everybody does that. Uh, but yeah. We're the like, people Hello! who are listening to our podcast weren't listening to us speak for a few minutes before this so i like the greeting to be inclusive to them as well as if we've all just begun partaking in this conversation together oh well that's you know what you make a great point and uh and and yes so welcome everyone how are you <laughs> and give them a moment to speak and now we and now we move on um so here we are star wars rebels this is an episode a lot of people are calling filler, but I feel like this is going to be one of those episodes that end up coming into play down the line, obviously based on the end. Arish, how'd you feel about Warhead? I thought it was good, but I mean, I'm ready for the next one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Teresa? I actually really liked it, but I really like Zeb, so I like getting to see it. Also, AP5 just, he shined so gloriously. <laughs> Did, now, did he shined or did he shone? What's the right one? I couldn't figure it out right before I said it. Eric, you're an editor. Did he did he sh- he shone? 
be shined brightly? I don't know. I think he shined brightly. He shined. I think it shined. Yeah. So now I don't remember what I actually said. You were talking about uh, AP5 shining brightly? He just, I just love him because he sounds like Snape. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's like that little bit of Harry Potter and, That's uh, true. and Star Wars for me. That is very true. Now, I think the problem with this episode is that everybody knows what's coming next mm -hmm. so people are like let's just let's just keep move let's move on let's move on we you... want dark saber we want you know okay and i'm like poor zeb episode <laughs> yeah I, listen this was a lot i enjoyed this a lot more than i enjoyed the last zeb ep, zeb centric episode i can remember the last one i can remember is when they actually found his people their new home world yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, see I like this one more. Yeah, I really enjoyed this one a lot more because you got the interaction with him and Chopper. You got the interaction with he and AP five. You know who AP five reminds me of? He reminds me of the robot in Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. Yeah, a little bit. And actually voiced by Alan Rickman as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, then the I movie mean, this he was. Is, I believe this is Stephen Stanton who does. Yes, Pops, yeah, right? it is. Mm -hmm. But he's giving it that kind of Alan Rickman right vibe to it, and Alan Rickman did the voice of the robot and uh, Hitchhikers. That's right. Why do we have to talk about people who are not alive anymore? Oh, I'm so oh. sorry. Because <laughs> we're honoring their memory and yeah. their contribution to our pop culture. Well, if you remember the first time we met a. P5 was not long after the death of Mr. Rickman and yeah. there were a lot of people who uh, who said, you know, wow, what a great homage and it was never intended to be, but it's kind of turned out to be one. Yeah. And um yeah, he's I think he's become kind of a fan favorite has AP5 um because of I his attitude. I was just going to say I love that we continue to see him. I was afraid he was going to be, you know, in that one episode and then, you know, off into the nether, but I like that he's become part of this rebel base. Yes, I agree. Well, how, he's become kind of... <laughs> Teresa, you sound like you agree. I do agree. <laughs> I was thinking about Snape and how he's so brave. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you guys mentioned Harry Potter. You know what that does. It derails me. It Good do. job. Sorry. Well, you mentioned it first. Before no, the no, 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 before no. the show ever gets started, <laughs> to me will always be Hans Gruber. I think he's always going to be that to my husband too. So. Oh, I yeah. mean, listen, yeah, for sure, Hans Gruber, and also um, Sheriff of Nottingham. Sheriff of Nottingham, exactly. Don't ugh. I know gosh, you hate it because of the scary lady, but I mean, I'm sorry, it doesn't get much better. And cancel Christmas. <laughs> He was fantastic. <laughs> Just so over the top with it. Why a spoon, cousin? Because it's dull, you twit. It'll hurt worse. <laughs> oh, no. We've gone down a dark path with Steve. Oh, I love Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Oh, man. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, <laughs> ho. ho. <laughs> okay, Steve, I just thought of something for the marathon. Yippee-ki-yay, yeah. I should watch Robin Hood, and then we should do a show about Robin Hood. Can you sit through Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves? Um, I'll have to watch it with my mom. She can pin me down to the couch with something. <laughs> you, It's the scary old lady that you don't like, right? Yeah. And that's it, right? Well, she's barely in it. Yeah. She's in it like a little bit here or there. That's it. Yeah. I, 
I don't know. See, the last time I tried to watch it, I was little bitty. So mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things yeah, that's just think, lingered. Mm-hmm. I think you'll find that she's not as scary, especially when he when he's like throwing things around and uh, and just pitching a fit, and she's just sitting there. She goes, "Something vexes thee." So. <laughs> All right, all of a sudden this is, is she scary or you. less scary than the R.O.U.S.'s? Well, the R.O.U.S.'s oh, the, are in the, Princess Bride. I yeah, know that. I'm just asking. Size you see for like two seconds. Yeah. Well, that's why I'm saying. Is she scarier or less scary than the R.O.U.S.'s? No, the rodents are scarier because they're big freaking rats. Yeah. Who wants to be around big freaking rats? Yeah. <laughs> I, I love All it. All right, let's talk Star Wars. I love that Daniel and Indy is like, you can take in the chat. He's like, you can take this body, but it will not be me. Anyhow. All right. <clears throat> Christian, which way is east? Have fun storming the castle. Well, now we're into Princess Bride. <laughs> All right, let's Anybody swing. Anybody want a peanut? Oh. Anybody want a peanut? <laughs> you keep saying this word. I do not think it means what you think it means. <laughs> um, as we get into this episode, as you wish uh, uh, mm. <laughs> that, that's a perfect way to end it yeah alright everyone we'll see you next time uh, as we get into this episode Warhead um, I, as I said I did like it better than I liked the last Zeb episode the Zeb Cent- and I was glad to see a Zeb centric episode one of the things that I'm interested in is this was originally, you know, when they originally came up with this idea, they said, Dave Filoni said they originally wanted it to be a Zeb and Rex episode. Uh, Eris, do you think well, you would have liked this episode better with Zeb and Rex, or or do you like the comedic aspect of Zeb and the droids? I, I don't think... I would love to see a Zeb and Rex episode. I don't think Zeb and Rex against this droid is the episode that I would have wanted to mm-hmm. see. Right. You know, I, I I thought that I thought that the pairing of Zeb with the two droids against the infiltrator droid mm-hmm. it worked really well. It felt like an even match. Yeah, yeah. You know, whereas Zeb and Rex against the infiltrator droid, like you just expect that those two, you know, grizzled war vets would take that droid down without mm-hmm. breaking a sweat. Yep. Yep. I mean, how many clankers has Rex taken out in his career? More than he can count. Yeah, I mean, this thing shouldn't pose much of a, a problem for him at all. Well, they, they and they kept adding to the layers of problems with this thing, though, too. Like, we can't just destroy it because they'll, they're they're waiting to hear back from it. Uh, when its self-destruct comes on, you know, now we got to freeze out the self-destruct. The, the Predator self-destruct. Yes, yeah, that did look like the Predator self-destruct, didn't they it? They actually confirmed that on... Uh, the StarWars.com, the show notes for it, it did mention that it was an homage to Predator. Nice, nice. Um, well, not, well, well, I'll get to the other homage momentarily. Um, well, Teresa, how would you have rather seen Rex and Zeb, or are you cool with the the Zeb and the Droid situation? I think that it was much better with Zeb and the Droids because I think you're exactly right. If Rex had been there, it would have been like, let's just kill it, you know, move on, let's go play whatever now mm-hmm. um so i liked it better this way plus yeah. ap5 i just have to say it yeah he's a he's become a fan favorite as we've already said and i don't i mean and i know i mean obviously he should be he's so pessimistic and 
um, and sarcastic. I love it. I, I just love his sarcasm um, that that he brings to the table with everything. Filoni also said that had he known when this when this was going in development, you know, the when it would be released, that he would have designed the droid, uh, the infiltrator droid, to look more like K2SO to have that continuity there. And I really wish they had been able to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, as it stands, this droid looks a lot like when you look at the old Macquarie paintings of 3PO, the original concept art. Yeah. Um, well, and again, that, that was intentional, mm -hmm. too. Yeah, except for he had the crazy cuckoo inside. Right. <laughs> is that the technical term for it, the crazy cuckoo inside? That is how we do things here on Rebel Yell. Mm -hmm. And we just it's name... for the it's for the black series figure that they'll make him destroy one day, <laughs> so you can like tran transform him into the the bigger version. So, so <laughs> the black black series complete with crazy cuckoo insides. I did think it was kind of creepy how he was dismantling droids um, to you know fix himself. Yeah, like cannibalistic man. Yeah, he had the like the power droid like popped open and everything. Yeah, not. Not fun. Um, yeah, I don't like that thing. Mm -mm. No, it's a, it's a, it's a creepy door. And the fact that he has no personality, also, you know, I mean, let's talk about that because we're used to droids in the Star Wars universe having a personality. Airs, what, what do you think it brings to this thing that he really has none? I, I think it's just. I mean, well, clearly there was like a bunch of these guys mm -hmm. because the, the episode starts and. Once again, like another homage, right. like the homage to the beginning of Empire Strikes Back when they send the probe droids out. Mm -hmm. You know, you see a bunch of the capsules being launched out. So, yep. you know, I think it's safe to assume that each of those capsules had one of these infiltrator droids, the EXD, mm -hmm. in them. So, uh, in my mind, they're just sort of like drones, kind of. Mm -hmm. You know, they're just they're they're there to record and report back, and they have, you know, weapons if needed, but, you know, otherwise they just you know keep them locked in their little uh, in their little pods back on the ship. So there's no reason to invest in a, any sort of personality circuitry in them. Well, it was either Filoni or Gilroy on the Rebels Recon that said that these droids are basically. Um, shuttered like this whole this whole line of droids was almost illegal I think is the term he used was illegal and that the fact that uh, that Thrawn would pull them out of storage kind of just shows what Thrawn's willing to do and the links that he's willing to go to um, to hunt down these rebels that, that he's on the prowl for that he's on the chase for and uh, I believe I believe Erisa were 94 cent Yes, if that I, sounds about right. If I remember the number from the end of the episode correctly, that there were 94 of these bad boys sent out, and then the one comes back and and blows everything up. Um, <coughs> I I have a real nitpicky question, Therese, I want to ask you. Oh, I love nitpicky. At the end of the episode, um, Callus is talking to Thrawn. Yeah. Um, or Fulcrum, if you will, talking to Thrawn. And he basically says, well, they've won this battle. And Thrawn says, yeah, they've won this battle, but they won't win the war. Um, do we need to throw around the idea of rebels winning battles too much? Because, like, we're told in the opening crawl of episode four that what happens at Scarif is their first 
victory against the Empire. It was their first real victory against the Empire. How is how do we reconcile? Wait, we're told that when in the opening in the crawl of Episode Four. Oh right, okay, yeah. yeah. Says yeah. the rebellions went striking from a hidden base. They've won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. I don't think that they're winning battles like bunny ears battles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're they're winning encounters, you know. But this isn't a battle. Right. It's just like a thing. Yeah. Um, I think Thrawn's giving them too much credit. <laughs> I don't know. Um, they blew up a whole. But that's a well, no, but just by calling them a battle, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's not a battle. So it's a figure of speech. Yeah, just, I think Thrawn's starting to lose his marbles. I think he's about to just like completely like let go and just be like, blah. Is he lo- is angry he, Thrawn? Is he losing his marbles, or is he just, or is he got his plan? I mean, because he was. He was not must by this situation. He he's like I've just narrowed it down from the whole galaxy to ninety four planets. Well, that's scary. See, he's starting to get to you know when we saw Angry Thrawn for like two seconds mm-hmm. and then he like recomposed himself. Mm-hmm. Like we saw real Thrawn, not diplomatic Thrawn. Right. Um, I think Angry Thrawn is getting ready to just like let loose at some point soon. Erish, is he going to come out as angry Thrawn, or is he going to come out as I've had this plan in my, I've had this up my sleeve all along, Thrawn? Now I'm just going to crush you. I think he's had this plan up his sleeve all along, Thrawn. Mm. And, and I don't, I don't necessarily know that his plan was that you know one of these droids will come back and blow up a, a star destroyer, right. but you know it's he's 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 seeing the knowledge that he gained from the unfortunate event of the star destroyer blowing up. Okay. We lost the star destroyer, but the positive on this is that we know that one of the 94 droids we sent out found something and came back. So we just got to look at the 94 planets that these things went to. And instead of the 2000 systems that Mm -hmm. we thought they might be in. Yeah, but see, like, I'm not saying that he didn't have this plan to begin with. I think he did. I'm just saying that he's very cool, calm, collected, and composed, but at some point, he's not going to be able to keep that cool, calm, collectedness. It's just going to, like, bust out, you know? You think you think he's a pressure cooker getting ready to explode? Heck yeah. Hmm. But I think he's it's on purpose. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think. I think it's meant to be that way. I think he's doing that intentionally. I don't think he's a pressure cooker, but I do think that I do think that there'll there may be a point where he'll have a short fuse. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's I don't think the fuse is lit and that it's burning. I think that he's still he's still very calm and methodical about this whole thing. The, the rebels aren't. A, a specific threat to the empire yet they're more of a nuisance mm-hmm. at this point you know and it, it, it's it's because if they were a specific threat to the empire it would be vader dealing with them um you know the emperor would send his top guy to handle this but because we haven't seen vader since the ahsoka episode you know it it, it it's just they're they're kind of like gnats 
flying around. They annoy you here. They annoy you there. You know, but the Empire is so big and vast. And there's, I mean, they're they're building a Death Star. You know, they're building Star Destroyers. Like, every day they're taking over more systems or falling under their grasp and stuff. You know, like Hera's little rebel cell is what? Maybe 50, 100 people? You know, that's, Maybe, if that. that. Yeah, that's like, what, 1% of the, the Imperial troops on a Star Destroyer? It's like nothing to them. You know, now every time we talk about Death Stars now, I'm like, it took them five bajillion years to build the first Death Star, oh, and the second one it was like two. Maybe. No, the second one was under construction at the same time as the first one. Oh, yeah. okay, that makes more sense. Had to have been, but also, <laughs> also, don't forget what took so long, what took the longest was getting that weapon system straightened out. Yeah. With Galen. So, it's a, you know... Once they have that situated, like, okay, we know what we're doing now. So there's a good chance that they didn't start until late in the game with the second Death Star. But isn't the second Death Star supposed to be bigger and more powerful? It was bigger. Yeah. It was. But, you know, with everything, like, you, you learn from the first one and you improve upon it. Yeah. yeah. Thus, Disney World versus Disneyland. That's the perfect analogy. Okay. Except that I like Disneyland better. Well, that's a whole nother podcast. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going to stop myself now. (laughs) Here we go. Go ahead, Steve. Well, I I just, I, well, this whole Thrawn thing, to me, he's more like a lion getting ready to pounce. Real calm, cool, collective. But when it comes time to jump, it's not an angry thing. It's just, it's like I've now struck, I've now have stricken, I have struck. Oh my God, he's Scar. Yeah, he's yes, and he's playing with his food. Oh yeah. man! In, in a way, he is playing with this food. Mine we've seen blown right now. Ooh. We pretty much every episode that we've seen him, he's like a cat, you know, batting the little toy around, and mm-hmm. the rebels are the toy. Towns the fish, people the barrel, man. Yep. Towns. That's a Tommy Boy reference, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it, you know, that's the thing. What And that's where I say a lot of people I've heard in other places and I've seen various reviews. And I've even heard from our good friend Daniel and Indy, who has uh, his podcast Star Wars Something, which you can find at wordpress.starwarssomething. Or starwarssomething.wordpress.com. Or you can check it out on iTunes. Um, I, I think that, um, you know, a lot of people have been saying this is filler. That this episode was was filler. I don't know. I don't know that it was because they have this way, even with the blatant thing they did here at the end, you know, with Thrawn and Callus standing there, but they always have this way of bringing things back around. For example, the mission that Hera and the rest of the crew were headed out onto, you know, that's, and they got called back after a day, uh, you know, something that's got to come into play, especially considering that according to the episode guy, that this episode was originally mashed in with, the uh, the dark saber episode that's coming up. Um, yeah, the infiltrator droid was going to be the B story. Right, and so and they and they eventually just fleshed out both stories enough to get to, um, you know, to have two different episodes about it. So, yeah, it's interesting because I just I'm looking at uh, I'm just thinking about this and I'm like I don't know, I don't know that any episode is filler. 
um, you know, of, of Rebels. I don't know that we've had an episode that's just filler outside of maybe that other Zev episode where they find those people that because there was never anything that came out of that. Um, but, I mean, even the callous Zeb episode, which I've also heard compared to the Star Trek episode, which is wrong, it was more enemy mind than it was that one Star Trek episode. Um, you know, even that has had these lasting ramifications. People started talking way back last year when they were doing their fishing, when they were doing their dirt fishing on that one planet off the ATTE about Callus oh, wow. about Callus potentially going good. They were we were talking about it on this show, yeah, you know, because Callus got you know basically left behind after he got defeated there on that planet. They're like, well, you think he'll go good? And I was the one who said no, not at all. I don't think so. And here we are now, and I'm like, well, I guess I was wrong. Um, you know, but it's then okay, Steve. Thank you, but but then that Zeb episode <laughs> really ramped it up. You know, he and Zeb on the moon of Geonosis. So I I guess what I'm saying is, yeah, I don't know that this is just filler, but I do know that it's it's an episode that's not it, it's not quickly moving things along in in the storyline, and and I think that I know for me, I cannot wait to see Thrawn's full plan come to fruition. Yeah, that's just one of those things that it's like. Since he's come on the scene, he gets scarier and scarier. But then at some point, though, it's like, all right. Oh, so you meant for the... At some point, it's like, all right, what did you really mean to happen? You didn't right. mean for all this. You're not okay with all of this. You know, you've got to be a little bum that they blew up a Star Destroyer, for crying out loud. Yeah, but then that would... That would... If he showed that then it would ruin whatever he's trying to create as far as his climate around him with the Imperials, you know? Like, it's like if Grand Moff Tarkin got mad. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. You don't see Tarkin get mad like that. Evacuate in our moments of triumph. I was just thinking that. Yeah, He gets indignant, but he's not angry. That's yeah. right. That's true. He does get very indignant. I think you overestimate the chances. <laughs> Why do you sound like Irish? I don't yeah, know. It just you happened. Sound like like a leprechaun. Like, yeah. Well, like that's that's what he is, leprechaun. <laughs> Sharon, I think you overestimate the chances. He's he's leprechaun. We're about to blow him up. We're about to blow all of them up. We'll let Lord Vader do the cleanup outside. You saw what he did to that one place on Scarif over there. You know, I I think. I think part of part of our our thinking that this is a filler episode is because and this this is kind of happening every half season now. We get like this awesome trailer mm -hmm. at the beginning of the half season with all this cool stuff that's coming up, and then we get an episode like this that doesn't have any of that cool stuff that we saw in the trailer, and it's just sort of like oh. Just get to like get to the dark saber. I know it's coming. Get to Maul and Kenobi. Get to Thrawn training. Like all that cool stuff we saw in the trailer. Like get to that stuff, you know. And instead, we've got Zeb hanging out with the droids, and you know, trying to trying to take out an infiltrator. Droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and and, and and also, I'm sorry. Like you're in a hidden rebel base. Don't bring weird stuff back to the base. <laughs> it's okay. You can use the word you wanted to use. No, you can't. 
I'm just kidding. What? Don't bring Bantha Poodoo back to the base. Yeah, don't bring a droid that you find out in the waste back to the base. Nothing good is going to come of that. You're hiding, you you're that? hiding from the Empire. Come on. A wizard should know better. A wizard. But he's not. He's, um, is he a wizard? That's a mile just, high. It's a mile high tundra reference, ladies and gentlemen. That is a Lord of the Rings reference, oh, my friend. I thought it was a mile high tundra. No, it was a yeah. But you guys have you have your segment. We, it's part of our show every week. I was going to say the wizard, the wizard should know better moment of mm -hmm, the week. Mm -hmm. See there. Uh, um, Treebeard says it about um, about Saruman. Mm-hmm. When he finds out he's destroyed all the trees. Some of these I mean, trees it takes were my him, friends. Takes him like ten pages to say it, but yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, just like freaking bury that droid. Throw that droid like down one of the spider caves and forget about it, you know. But don't bring it back to your secret hidden base. Hey, Steve. Yes. My mom says that you sound like uh, the guy from Frozen that has the little shop oh the he and he more like swedish yeah but that's what she was hmm. heard when birdie 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 port 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 we have well, it, are they doing a sale on summer stuff or yeah they got no, no they have stuff? a sale on winter on winter or no 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 sale on summer stuff because the snow arrived <laughs> yes i haven't watched frozen in a while we'll be watching it soon though no we I will i've never seen frozen what Oh, Lanta, here we go. This so many tangents tonight that I'm not allowed to talk about. This episode of Rebel Yell could be called filler. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about AP5? We need to give it some substance at the end, though, so that in, like, six episodes, people will look back to this one and feel like it meant something. All right, well, here it is. I feel like that we saw Snoke in this episode, blatantly saw Snoke. Oh, my God. Um, uh, I'm afraid. He's the droid. He's the droid that blew up. Uh-huh. And he's going to get some kind of, like, synth skin and cover himself in it, and he he's going to gain sentience from all that situation. So the uh, the droid is Snoke. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, let me tell you what else I take away. If from you had said, if you had said wedge or hobby was Snoke, mm. I would have bought that because okay. they had the helmets on. Yeah. And we couldn't see their faces. Which, by the way, stuff, I did but... not. I did not um, catch that that was wedge and hobby. Did they say their names? Yes. Okay, she I said missed their that. Names are at the beginning. Okay, I missed that. I'll tell you what I have found though on the. Uh, on the databank at starwars.com. And I don't know why this is listed under this episode, but on this episode related to this episode is Death Star Gunners. And um, and there's a picture of a Death Star Gunner. He looks like he's got a little punch going on uh, as he's holding his belt, and he's standing next to a probe droid. A probe droid. That's their picture under the databank. It's an amazing picture. And it's picture. related to this episode? Yeah. Did we see any gunners? Any, any like, not, Imperial gunners in this episode? The Death Star gunners are the guys with those weird... 
Oh, with the black, black mask. Yeah, helmets, with the black helmets. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That like are curved on the bottom. That's right. Flat up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall seeing them. I mean, we 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 saw some like imperial technicians. Mm-hmm. At Maybe the that's end of the episode when the droid got back to the star destroyer. Yes. Okay. But... That's what, and they were they were wearing the same type of helmet, weren't they? I, I don't believe so. I don't know. Here, I'll fire it up. Hmm. I'll I'll fast forward through to the end while we're talking. So. Well, where do we go from here? Obviously, next episode is the Dark Saber episode. Yes. Um, well, why haven't we talked about Sassy AP Five? Well, what do you want to talk about? We did at the very beginning. Yeah. We didn't talk about any of his awesome lines, though. Well, give us a few of your favorite. Okay. Um. He there's the one where he just like pauses and he's just staring at Zeb and he's like, "I'm sorry. I'm surprised that you could even come up with such a good idea." <laughs> yeah. Um, That's good. That's true. He was good. That was some good stuff. And he kept oh. he kept just ragging on Zeb the whole time of like, oh, so we're supposed to follow you now. You know, and just all of his stuff. Well, you can definitely tell that he and Chopper have become fast friends. Yeah. Like, they're, they're very much fast friends. I also, at one point, you can kind of hear Chopper say, I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah. When they're going out. He- to the to get the, to reclaim the droid or whatever. Well, so when AP Five's walking through all the crates and he's like, I forget what he's saying, but stuff about like this stuff being next to this stuff being next to this stuff, and he's like, Oh my god, like these people are so stupid. Is <laughs> and like that's not. Oh, like he's words, complaining about the like, yeah, he's complaining about the way it's all organized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I just love how he kept just like you know. Zeb, you're dumb. Zeb, you're dumb. Zeb, you're dumb. <laughs> and then hold when he him. like, I love it. Yeah, when he's like, you need to hold him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the guys are wearing the Death Star Gunners helmets. Okay, so that's why it's related. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm telling you, everyone should check out that uh, picture on the on the uh, databank at StarWars.com because. Though, though the gunner himself looks, it, they could have picked a million better shots of the Death Star gunner. The fact that he's standing there next to a probe droid like they're best friends or something. And it looks like it's a shot from the Death Star 2. So that makes it that much better to me. It's like, <laughs> this is the kind of picture that would be an in memoriam slideshow. Had, had the Empire not lost, it would have been like, in memoriam and it would have shown these two together you know as like best friends everyone would have clapped or cried mm-hmm. so you gotta you just gotta see the picture steve's having a moment well I'm, I'm having a moment about this picture it's just owning me it's just hilarious to see y'all need to see it what i'm telling you to do is go to the star wars data bank at starwars.com and look up oh dead my. star gunners that's what i'm saying dude why don't you put a link or something well that's just too much effort because that's I like i have to type a thing because and i sure didn't thing. because i sure didn't think about that Teresa. that's why <laughs> <laughs> i just now thought oh i can just post a link there i don't have to so check that out it's in the skype chat and look at this little guy look at him he's just sitting there with his little punch belly got his thumbs tucked into his belt like he's darth vader and there's his buddy bob the probot standing right next to him just enjoying life (laughs) okay i get it now (laughs) (laughs) i didn't realize those things were so big Mm -hmm, mm-hmm mm-hmm 
So there you go. That makes probe droids scary to me now. That, well, that yeah, they're always they were big. Remember, like Han took a shot at it, and I mean, he wasn't standing right next to it. Yeah, though. but you, that's the thing, though. From a distance, he was he even looked kind of large. They are scary. That's not like the mouse droid that says Lor Santeca. Lor Santeca. What? Oh, uh, oh my God. Lor Santeca. Yeah. All right. So I don't. I don't have anything. I honestly don't have anything else about this episode. Air. She got anything else about this episode? No. Don't. It says Lor Santeca. Lor Santeca. Uh. <laughs> Teresa, you got anything else about this episode? Did we say enough about Smarmy AP5 for you? Yeah, he's funny. Okay. I like him. All he right. might be one of my new favorite droids. I mean, he's become... I hope he sticks around for a while. Let me say this for the I... third time in this episode. He's become a fan favorite. Yeah, I think he's going to be around. Yeah. He, he... Yeah, I mean, AP5 and Chopper are becoming... The R2 and 3PO of Rebels. They really are. That's a that's a yeah, great. That's that's a, that's that is a an astute. Point. That is an astute observation, Irish, and it comes in right at the eleventh hour, so to and speak. And it's not my observation. I think that was Tony Gilroy that Dang made God. that on Rebels Recon. Well, you, I'm just regurgitating something I heard somebody else say. You just take it. You take it and make it your own because I didn't recognize <laughs> it, and I just watched Rebels Recon before we got started. All right, well, that wraps it up for us uh, here on Rebel Yell. Don't forget, uh, this Saturday, January 21st, will be our annual Goliverse Marathon for Cure. You can find out more about Cure at curechildhoodcancer.org. And we'll be streaming live at mixer.com slash Goliverse all day long, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern. And we're going to be rolling through all of our shows that we do in the Goliverse. There'll be a few surprises here and there that um, we haven't really announced to people yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Parrish will be there. Teresa will be there. All your other favorite Goliverse hosts will be there. Of course, I'll be there. And uh, we're looking forward to a good time. So, uh, you When wanna... are we doing this again? Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Saturday, January 21st. And the week following, you'll be able to donate uh, to Cure by going to geekoutonline.com slash cure. That'll take you to the first giving page where all proceeds go to Cure. We're looking to raise $5,000 this year for Cure at curechildhoodcancer.org. All right. Well, um, you can follow Vault Talk at Disney Vault Talk on the Twitter. We're Vault Talk yep. at gmail.com is the email. Facebook two group. Two T's in the middle. Two T's in the middle. Facebook group. You can get there by going to geekoutonline.com slash group. It's the Goliverse group for the whole Facebook. A lot of cool uh, stuff going on. And there's someone who gets me every time I start scrolling down that page. There's a picture that says, here's the thing. And you keep scrolling down, and there's a picture... <laughs> Of the thing. Is that what that is? Yes. That picture of the thing? Yes. Here's the thing. <laughs> oh, I get it now. And it totally oh, gets God, me every time. It. I'm like, oh, great. What is this now? And then it's the thing. I'm like, oh, gosh. It gets me every time. So. But, yeah, the Facebook group has been really super fun. And if I can, Steve, mm -hmm. um, the if you haven't listened to the latest episode of Fangirls Going Rogue, please do so. It's uh, episode 40. It's our big episode to Carrie Fisher and we had a lot of fun doing it and there's a lot of really cool stuff in there but we kind of review the Princess Diarist a little bit but we also now have a Facebook group for fangirls going rogue and it's not just for girls which I think some people thought it's not it's for everybody so join us 
please. And uh, yeah, definitely go check them out. The Fangirl's doing a great job as always. And um, with their tribute, especially now to Carrie Fisher. It's your 40th episode, right, Teresa? Yeah. All right. Crazy. All right. Well, that wraps us up here. Join us, hopefully, in the marathon. And join us next time when we talk about the old Darksaber episode coming up. What is the title of that episode? Earning Your Dark Saber or some such? Uh, trials uh, Trials of the called, Dark Saber. Hold on. Trials of the Dark trials Saber. Trials of the Dark Saber. Yeah. So there you go. So whatever your name is, it keeps tweeting me about how much you don't like Rebels and they got to earn the Dark Saber. Well, they're about to. So get over yourself. All right. That's it. We'll see you next time on Rebel Yell. Guys, check out Daniel Indy's podcast, Star Wars Something, and uh, tell him you heard about it here and to quit being mean to me. Oh,